0: Hello and welcome to that film, Stew. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. This is our movie show where we bring you the latest movie and TV news. We've got heaps to talk about, especially from everything that has come from DC fando. Heaps of stuff to get to. Uh, but first, uh, there's something I guess we want to have a, a quick chat about. Um, Chadwick Boseman yeah this just came out of nowhere. I mean, we since found that he had been battling cancer for four years, which is which covers the whole duration of his time as Black panther yeah which to think he's filmed that many films in between surgeries and chemo is just. Unbelievable, like you would not think. It. I mean, he stands up there, heroic, and then behind the scenes, finding out that or finding out all the struggles that he was going through. It is pretty, it, it's pretty surreal, and you know, yeah, just so unexpected. I mean, obviously, um, him and his family and stuff obviously made the decision to, you know, have this fight, uh, you know, privately within their own home and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, that definitely was their right and choice to, to do so. Um, but yeah, just I mean, it's still it's still pretty fresh and new to us. And I guess the fact that it is just out of nowhere—that's the I guess the, the most shocking part of it. And it's never good to hear any sort of personality in the in the world or celebrity sort of um, pass away. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's I guess that's that. Forty-three years of age—that is so young, man. No, yeah, no age at all. And you know, we can just sit and talk about Black Panther, but he's done. He's done more than you know the Marvel movies that we yeah. talk about on the podcast. I, I I'll admit though I, I can't admit to having watched any of the other ones by no choice of my own. It, they're just movies I haven't gotten around to just yet. I mean, I think to me, like Chadman is still he was still a, a fairly new kind of face in the in the world of acting and stuff. At least well, at least from what I knew anyway. I mean when he was cast as Black Panther, I was like, I don't know this guy, but that's, you know, all good. (laughs) I think he's done all of the American police procedurals. He's worked his way through TV. He has. Right. CSI, all of them. So he's he's done those shows. But again, outside of Black Panther, he has played Black Icons, Jackie Robinson, who is a baseball player, James Brown. We know him. <laughs> yeah. this was all before finding fame as black panther and the response online is just phenomenal cuz it's never it's never a good time you know when someone's passing you're hearing all about the events that led to it the response for him it's one of the biggest that i think we've had in quite a while in less than 24 hours his final tweet is now Twitter's most liked post of all time, surpassing the previous record held by President Obama. So it's huge. Like, everybody is talking about Chadwick Boseman. But like yourself, though, like I haven't seen all his films. And I think now is probably a good opportunity to go back and watch some of those movies. I mean, I did plan on watching 21 Bridges, that's one hmm. I've not yet got to. He did that with the Russo brothers, but yeah, so could be a good time to look at his back catalog. But this is not something we normally do on the podcast. It's, it's, it's not, but I mean, it, it's recent, it, it's fresh, and obviously he is, um, I guess, a, a big part of you know some of the staple movies that I guess we we talk about. Um, and I mean, there there is a bit of an elephant in the room, and I've actually noted that you know, like especially Marvel Studios hasn't come out and said anything about plans sort of moving forward. And it might be a bit fresh to obviously speak about it. And that's probably why they have stayed away from it, except for their, you know, their obvious um, condolences and all that that they've put forward. Um, but even I mean, here on, on our show, what we do, we talk about movies and, you know, the movies coming out and all those sorts of things. So um, it will be interesting to find out, I guess, what the plans are, Moving forward, you know, with with Black Panther 2, which was scheduled to come out uh, in 2022, you know, like how far into production were they? Uh, probably not much at all, I'm guessing. Is it still on the cards? I know we don't have any answers yet, but what are your thoughts, I guess, with that? What would be the right thing to do when it's appropriate to talk about it, I guess? It's a tough one, is it? Because there'd not been a live-action Black Panther until Chadwick Boseman like it's the lines for me get a little bit blurred between the actor and the character and you know on or off camera like when you've seen or just heard interactions that he's had with his fans and the character of of Black Panther it just it meant so much to so many people like you know representation is so important and it's not going to be an easy decision for, for Marvel to make, but I think that the character in the movie represented so much for so many. I think, I don't know how much time they're going to need to take, but I do think they will, will continue. It's just going to be hard because what do you even do? Like, he is T'Challa. It's hard to think of, of anybody else. But again, the character just means so much to so many people. Yeah, I can't see them not continuing. I mean, one one thing we know for sure is that, like, it's definitely going to be different. I guess watching those movies back in certain moments, um, <laughs> you know, in the films where they're obviously going to be viewed a little bit differently now. Um, you know, hopefully not long term, but just at least if we do any recent, you know, any re-watches in the in the foreseeable near future. You know, there'll be something poignant about, you know, seeing him on screen again and uh, just, certainly, you know, when he comes back, you know, through the portals and he's standing there, it's sort of, you know, hey, it's going to be a different feeling I, this time around. Yes. Well, I watched the portal scene today. You know, I've spoken about the portal scene many times on this podcast. And oh, we I do. love it. We do and love I've it. seen it a lot and <laughs> I watched it again today. You know, it was the second thing that I watched. The first thing, and I'd seen this clip before and it was the Jimmy Fallon late night show. And basically the setup was, it was a stage and then it was people coming on the show and it was, say, a picture of Chadwick as Black Panther. And what the person was to do was tell the picture, essentially, what the film meant to them. And as they're talking, Chadwick would come from behind a curtain and interact with the person. And it was just incredible to watch. And it, it was really like getting to me. And it was on the back of that. I thought, I would like to see Portals again. (laughs) and and yes it was a different experience okay yeah Um, roseman he he will be missed by many that's it that's right no absolutely all right let's change gears and uh i guess go back to what we normally do let's get into trailer talk yeah let's just call it the dc fandom edition I mean, it is. I did have <laughs> another trailer in here, but I've removed it just so we could keep it exclusively DC fandom. And the first can trailer. I, can, I, I was gonna ask, can I ask what trailer that was? Or <laughs> uh, Tremors. <laughs> the latest. no. no, no the latest shove it off. Tremors movie. No. Uh, Shrieker Island. But yes, I removed it just so we could just have <laughs> DC fandom. And the first trailer, The Batman. Robert Pattinson, this is the first footage that we've seen. And holy crap, this, this trailer takes a hold of you, does not let go. Like the end of the trailer when Batman is hitting the thug, and you watch, you're like, Yeah, Batman, get him. Um, uh, Batman, <laughs> and he's still going, you're like, Okay, this is a different Batman. I mean, it looks good, man. It looks good. <laughs> it looks good. Um, there's not much to dislike at this stage. I mean, there's not much dialogue um you know you're not seeing too much sort of in the way of acting, but just I think this this trailer really portrayed I guess the type of film we're going to get. Um, but just you know, you mentioned that that scene where where Batman's sort of thumping that guy. It's like the way it's shot you know it's not something you get from an action movie you know that of this type of film you know where it's handy cam and it's shaking and it's moving it's just one single shot and he's just pounding this guy and you can't see him actually make contact but you know what's happening you feel the impact i just i was like oh i feel like i'm there like i I can't remember last time a trailer made me like go wow holy shit you mentioned there's not much dialogue. This film is really early in production, but visually yes, I yeah. feel like it gave us so much. We got Pattinson as Bruce Wayne. We've got him as Batman. We see a serial killer in this trailer who is said to be the Riddler. We see a unrecognizable Colin Farrell as Penguin. My God, like that's yeah. amazing. It really, <laughs> is. It really is. Really is. Uh, Zoe Kravitz has Catwoman. So we get so much in this. Uh, we get, who else do we get? Uh, Jim Gordon. Uh, Jeffrey Wright as Jim Gordon. Yep. And on that as well, Matt Reeves has confirmed the Batman will take place in Batman's year two, while the upcoming series Gotham PD will be year one oh i love that so that's the gotham pd show that will be airing or made available on hbo max it's kind of interesting it's almost like that show is now a like a prelude prologue you know what i'm trying to say i do (laughs) a prelude and jeffrey wright will be in that as gordon as the main character so maybe Mm. we're going to get reports of batman Robert Pattinson doesn't necessarily need to be in it. So this is going to be the big difference because people are saying, why are we getting another Gotham show? We've had that already. Well, this is going to be something different. This is not young boy Bruce Wayne <laughs> who will grow up to be a kind of Batman when the five years end. Yeah. I this mean, I mean, uh, is Batman proper. I say the same thing. As long as it's got you know, the same calibre of the film, and it feels like it's one, it's, it's part of it, it won't feel as gimmicky. If it's just like a cheap sort of put together, it will. Um, yeah, man, there's one, there's one scene in this trailer uh, for this movie, you know, like where, where it's like, there's that goon, and he's just like, who the hell are you? And you're sitting there, and you just go, he's going to say, I'm Batman. He's going to do it. And he says, I'm vengeance. Yeah. That's different. <laughs> That's different. Do you know what? Lifted from the comics. But on right. screen, that is different. So much of this was just screaming authentic Batman to me. He's got me very excited. Yeah. Oh, that bars up. That bars up. And uh, look, I, apparently what, only 25% of the film shot or something. So if this is what they can produce, just like show us with, with that. My God, what have they got left to film? Holy shit. I'm excited. Hopefully expectations and delivery is all up there and not a... Uh, not disappointed at all. Uh, what else did we get? We had a with the Suicide Squad. We had sort of like a character reel, sort of uh, actors and the characters we play, playing, which was very excited. Um, James Gunn says the Suicide Squad will be different from any other superhero movie ever made. His take on the project is described as a gritty '70s war movie vibe. This just looks butt shit crazy. And I cannot wait. It looks so much fun. So yeah, he did. He released a character reel where he confirmed yeah. who all the actors are playing because this film has a massive cast. But as well as that, we got to see a behind-the-scenes reel, and it just looks so much fun. And this this movie also got a poster. They put out two. There was only one difference I could see between the two posters. Harley Quinn is wearing a dress in one and a and a outfit what's covering most of her body in the other. They're the difference. I heard I read somewhere that she's gonna have a few outfit changes. And that's which is very yeah. Very exciting for the toys, sales. <laughs> this, <laughs> the toys this, sales. this is not a toy movie. Maybe they'll get well they'll get pop vinyls but I don't know if they're gonna get like action figures. Well, that's pretty much on brand for her character from what we've seen so far oh, for as sure. part of these sure. DC films. Well, she's coming back. We've, we've got Captain Boomerang's coming back. There's a few there's a few missing faces, um, you know, like Nozatana. We knew there wasn't going to be a dead shot, although they haven't recast, so it's all good. But then we've got some bonkers names, you know, Polka Polkadot Man. Um, is it King Shark? Is that the name? Yeah, but King Shark's a pretty known character. He's been in the Flash yeah. TV series, as well as The Thinker in the movie played by Peter Capaldi. He was a big bad on a recent season of Flash. I just suppose when you see these characters on, like, in live action on the big screen in like a big movie, I don't know. It's just like, how's it going to work? And I think if, if anyone's going to pull it off, it's going to be James Gunn. <laughs> if I'm honest, it's going to look silly but it's supposed to. Like, he's literally right, yeah. just taking the comic and he's putting it up on screen. And that's why you're getting all these comic-accurate uh, costumes. You mentioned Zatanna earlier. I think you meant Enchantress. She's the character that's not coming back from... Oh, is Zatanna, is, Zatanna. is coming? No, no Zatanna's know. not been in the DC film so far. But you mentioned her earlier. What you am mean? I even talking about? Yeah, I probably was talking about yeah. yeah. But yeah, this, it just looks... I just don't want to get complaints, that's all. It, um, <laughs> it looks... <laughs> hey, guys. Zotana a town that isn't in the movie. <laughs> but, yeah, it looks it looks crazy. But this is the only movie that we've got posters for. I was thinking, at a DC fandom, we're going to get heaps of posters. I was saying that. No, we did get a, like a comic-drawn poster for the Batman, but I just thought we were going to get more posters. But we did get heaps of trailers. Wonder Woman, 1984. We got a... Yet get another trailer. What is this, like trailer six? Let's be honest. We've had a couple oh, of Maybe weeks. three. Maybe, <laughs> maybe three. Um, cheetah and Wonder Woman go head to head in this new trailer. And we get our first, and my main takeaway was we get our first look at Cheetah in, I was going to say her Cheetah outfit, but just in her Cheetah skin, I guess. They, they nailed the look. Like we'd heard whispers that we would get to see her look like she does in the comics, where she is looking as though she stepped off the set of Cats. You know, that reason movie. <laughs> she looks better than that, thankfully. But yeah, she looks fantastic. And I think in this movie, we're going to get maybe three iterations of the character before she mutates. But this looks like a fun movie. This has to be the final trailer, though, surely. I don't need no more trailers after this. But it's got me... It's got me interested. It looks fun. They're having lots of '80s jokes with the return of Steve Trevor. That's always fun. <laughs> he's got the parachute pants. <laughs> yeah, just flipping the uh, the fish out of water thing. That's, that's what they're doing. But um, when are we getting that? I think it's the start of October. It's where we're getting hopefully. Out everything unless stays on they, track. Unless they move it again. But at the moment, I believe yes, October is when we're getting Looking that. Zack Snyder's Justice League. The first trailer for uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, filled with new footage, <laughs> I guess. It looks, I mean, it does look quite different if you, if you know the story, you know the details, and you can see you can see the difference if you know them. Darkseid is in this, but apparently it's not finished. When we get to see him in the film, is going to look different to what we're getting so far. they're spending so much more money on this, but just like a sizzle reel, it looks pretty great. It was the first thing that I watched from DC FanDome. It's like, yeah, this looks good. I mean, it's a year out. We've still got a year to go. So whatever we're seeing is still potentially unfinished footage, like you said. There's a line of dialogue. Ben Affleck as Batman. He's never fought us. Not us united. Oh, that was good. (laughs) <laughs> that was good. i really i really enjoyed that because it just gives you hope it's it's like you know okay so we've failed up in the, until this point but we're going to get together and this is going to be a whole new thing and it's something that i didn't get from that justice league movie so just in that line alone i'm like yes give me more of that <laughs> there's a yeah it's it's cool. I think it was it was a fun sort of sizzle reel, like you said. Um, you know, there's a cover of Hallelujah being played, which, you know, does its does its job to to sell you what what's you know what's going on. Like I said, if you know the details of what's different, you'll see it. As well as the trailer, Snyder announced that his cut will release in four one-hour parts. It's essentially officially a miniseries. It's a miniseries, the Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder's Justice League miniseries. Yeah, so, it's, so we've got the movie. Some people like it, I guess, but we're going to get this new version <laughs> in four one-hour parts. Yeah, I think they're gonna. I think after they release it in four parts, then they're, they're gonna have like a single cut of it, which. It's fine. Like, I reckon, you know, I reckon yeah. they will do it. I reckon they'll put it out on Blu ray, a four hour edition, extended. Easy. Yeah, they'll do it. Like yeah. It. And I'll I'll, I'll I'll pick that up and I'll replace my current Justice League Blu ray <laughs> that I couldn't watch a second time. I just couldn't <laughs> get through it again. It. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It? Uh, I mean, I've done it twice on the big screen, on Blu ray. Yeah, I'm just going to wait for Snyder's cut <laughs> <laughs> to watch it we'll again, get there. Um, but enough of all of that. Let's move into the movie news. DC fandom. Let's keep it going. The Flash big news for The Flash Ben Affleck will return as Batman and appear alongside Michael Keaton in the upcoming Flash movie. Like, my brain's exploding. This I mean, number one. Is... Uh huge i mean michael Keaton coming back like i mean as batman is 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 just ridiculous that is uh, incredible um i think for the general populace though the fact that ben affleck is coming back as batman most people would be like did he ever leave like he's still batman what well, you know what's the big deal but we know we know that he pretty much departed and then was like see you later <laughs> what like 2 years ago 3 just like three was, even was Two thousand seventeen, was that just League or was it two years ago? I think, I think the movie came out two years ago, but I think right, okay. like a year prior to its release, he had checked out already, like all of that was done. So it is a big deal that he's this coming is, back. I just it's a massive deal. Like nobody what capacity what capacity is he coming back in though? Nobody could have seen this coming. It, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Okay, so director Andy Muschietti and Ezra Miller's Flash movie will send Barry Allen into parallel dimensions where they'll encounter different versions of the DC heroes so that's where we'll get different Batman that's allowing them to have Affleck and Keaton and maybe more who knows but I'm so happy that Affleck is is not going out on Justice League I do think <laughs> this could be his last though. And who knows though we have like he keeps coming back. So we might just stick around. Oh, I mean, you're you're right. This movie could be his um his farewell, I guess. You know, I don't know. Maybe he bookends this and maybe something happens to him. Or yeah. I don't know. Who knows? What I did hear though, not a cameo. He's actually in it. And he's gonna be mm. a mentor to Bobby Allen. And did you see the the concept art for the new suit—they yes. to be fixing that god awful movie costume. <laughs> I am so happy about that. I mean, yeah, it was very like modern Power Rangers, like the like the Power Rangers movie from a couple of years ago. It was very robotic, Iron Man like. Even that's okay. My my pop vinyl of of the Flash is from Justice League it just goes with the rest of them so i have it but um, yeah he's got that disappointing mines from season 1 of the tv series that's my <laughs> flash pop <laughs> that's a good that's a good pop good costume good costume all right black adam uh, hawkman doctor fate cyclone and adam smasher will officially make up the justice society of america and take on black adam we do know that hawkgirl will not be appearing That's okay. There's time for that. I'm just really (laughs) surprised at how many members of the JSA that we're actually getting. And, you know, it's probably going to lead to more. And maybe in future we'll get a JSA live action film. But we've seen concept art of Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam. Looks pretty cool. And just, yeah, having the JSA, who over the years have not been used too much outside comics. It's so, and especially to put them in you know high profile live action uh movie, <laughs> I mean, we've we'll, currently... we'll get that exposure to these characters now, like, we're, yeah, we're getting that. But we get we've got that already, though, because they're currently on the Stargirl TV series, so it's interesting yeah, but I mean... how first we get them on TV and now we're going to get them on the big screen, although different characters, <laughs> yeah. I guess, in a way, like testing the waters, I suppose, on, on TV, but you know, it's a different ballpark, you know, not everyone's watching these shows but you know like people invested in these comic book movies you know they're like well we yeah we'll go to the movies and see him and you know some of the names you know we mentioned in suicide squad you know like take captain boomerang as an example that first suicide squad movie i think before that movie the majority of people wouldn't have known who he was but now it's like oh captain boomerang yeah he's that aussie guy from the suicide squad well not the suicide squad but you know what i mean suicide squad (laughs) You know, Dwayne Johnson's agent is his ex-wife, and she also represents Henry Cavill. Mm. Generally shocked we got no Superman news during DC Phantom. <laughs> is there not a second half coming later? Yes, they decided to split it. So it was going to be a like, one-off 24-hour event. But what they decided to do was... Of part one to be the films, and then part two, oh. TV, comics, and I guess they did some of the games on part one as well, and they included the for Flash sure. TV series, but I'd be very surprised if, or maybe it's intentional, maybe they are going to say, hey, we've got big movie news coming for part two, but I do think it's TV and comics. Yeah, no, fair enough. But look, I think with, mm. I mean, we've already mentioned the, the Ben Affleck coming back as Batman. That's paving the way. It is. It is. Henry Cavill, get, like, just get him back and uh, put him in. Some, even if it's much like Batman's, oh yeah, Ben Affleck's role, put him in someone else's movie to just remind us that he's here. And then, I still, we you know, we need a Superman, just called Superman. We haven't had one of those. I want one. You know, oh, Superman. I would have thought it would be more likely for Cavill to come back over Affleck and Affleck's back. Yeah. If so, <laughs> I was to put know. money on it, it would have been, it would have been that. That's, you know, that's true. I know we've moved past the Batman trailer, but what I forgot to mention before, I watched it with my wife and she thought it looked good. And then she turned to me and said, but isn't it going to be confusing if there's another Batman or it's, if it is or isn't connected? And my response to her was, "But you watched and enjoyed the Joker and understood that it was its own thing. That's it, yeah. So They've I've doomed, done it, yeah. And, I think, and it worked great. effects. Like people weren't, to my knowledge, confused by that, and she wasn't. I think a, a lot of people are, are are saying that you know, oh, won't won't people be confused? But the people saying that aren't confused themselves. They're just assuming that you know." People Fine. and you know, it's possible, you know, probably likely that some people will be confused, but you know, that's all good. I mean, someone like my mum, she wouldn't have any clue, you probably watch his watching, you know, like, like so, let alone which Batman is. Some people just don't care, they just want to watch a single movie and enjoy that movie. They don't care what shared, universes are what I mean. I think my parents think that Spider Man and Superman exist in the same in the same world it's really upsetting but you know it's just what it is you know about a year ago my wife thought the same thing i just might i couldn't cope <laughs> i was about to say the d word She thought oh, i won't she, i won't it's but. fine but but she's not in like <laughs> we are but i just, I just like what <laughs> like you just saw him in an Avengers Sometimes movie. my wife says things like that, but I know she's joking just to upset me. Well, yeah, <laughs> well, my, mine wasn't, but that's okay. Um, no, that was a genuine. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I, I gave myself a nice segue from Black Adam to the Shazam sequel, but then I ruined it by talking about Batman. But anyway, so, yeah, Shazam. We've got an official <laughs> title for the sequel. It will be Shazam Fury of the Gods. I mean on one hand it sounds stupid on the other hand I'm like yeah that sounds fun Just it's very it's very it. fitting did you see that they put together like a they had like a teaser poster a drawn poster and it looks to be a bit of a gag because in the poster is comedian actor sinbad remember him he was in things yes, like the 90s yeah. like jingle all the way isn't or the that poster? movie that movie Kazam, and there was that whole there's that whole like Mandela effect thing yes. about wasn't he in that movie called Shazam, but wasn't that Kazam with Shaq O'Neal? So it's all very confusing. Yeah, oh he wasn't yeah, he wasn't actually in Kazam, that's right. No. Yeah. And some people that thought was Shaq wasn't. wasn't it? Yeah, Shazam. yeah, I'm pretty sure Shazam. No, it's it's difficult. Kazam, to Kazam, Kazam was Shaq. was starring Shaq O'Neal. But people think yeah. it was Sinbad in Shazam or Kazam. To confuse matters even more. <laughs> <laughs> the people at DC have put Sinbad in the Shazam sequel poster. I think they're just messing with us. Well, of course they're just messing with us. But there I go. would love a little just a little cameo or something, just so people can then say. Yes, just or just to confuse that whole sinbad shazam thing even further because then it could be like well he is in a shazam movie crazy know. <laughs> you aquaman know man too they probably no, will do yeah. i've moved on i've moved on i've moved on aquaman but well, let's talk about Batman <laughs> some more no enough of all of <laughs> that james Wan and patrick wilson confirmed ocean master will return for aquaman 2 Cool. Did you also? Did you also <laughs> it's hear the Batman? Uh-huh. <laughs> the sequels, it Aquaman two. I'm, sh- I'm sure they're going to give it a better title than that. They're going for a more serious tone. It's not going to be as silly as the first one. I worry for the octopus playing the drums. I don't think <laughs> he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. I heard they're going to go more into the horror uh, realm of things, which I thought is what they were saving for that that spin-off movie, which I don't know, is like the, what's it called? Like the deep or something. The know. trench. The trench. Yeah. yeah. They, is That's that the happening? name. That's the name I of the creatures, know. the trench. And they live, they are the trench and they live in the trench. They. I think if, if they're going serious, I don't think ocean master can say his name in this movie because I really struggled with, <laughs> with that first movie. What about when is, is helmet had expressions? Like when oh, when, the, when the character frowned and his helmet frowned, I just I don't know. I think what they did in that first movie clearly works. Like this it did so well. Oh, I mean, Office. it made money. People liked it. I don't exactly. know why, but people liked it. I mean, it's, I bought it on Blu-ray. Haven't watched it again, but <laughs> it's fun escapism, and that's what that first movie is. It's a swashbuckling adventure, and they're going to go. And now we're going to make a sequel. And it's going to be gritty, dark, cool. <laughs> anyway, that's not the story. The story I, is that Patrick Wilson is coming back. I think we should talk about Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. I don't think we. <laughs> I don't well, think we addressed about, that enough. We talked about it, already. I we, guess now but it's pretty. It's pretty intense, though, isn't it? Like it really is a big deal. I just wanted to bring it up again. Now nah, you can move on. That's fine. We really need to stop <laughs> talking about Batman. <laughs> just very exciting. Uh, during a panel at DC Fandom, filmmaker Reginald Hudlin confirmed that there have been serious conversations about bringing Static Shock to the big screen. Who is this? So Static Shock is a character that first appeared <laughs> in Milestone comics and then they got folded into DC and in the comics they're looking at doing a big relaunch, uh, part of the DC Timverse. They did a, I think around for about three seasons, a Static Shock series. So he is a African American superhero. He's got electrical powers. He can fly. He's got these like metallic discs that he hovers on. And um, is you know He's a cool character, and he is different to most of the other DC characters. So the idea that they're looking at giving him his, um, his own movie live action will be pretty cool. I mean, when we're talking about Chadwick Boseman earlier with Black Panther, you know, representation, well, I guess that's what Static Shock could do for DC fans. So he kind of is a big deal. He might get a movie before Cyborg. Cyborg's not getting a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey, it's But he's getting up. extra scenes. That's true in the Zack Snyder Justice League miniseries. The DC Universe uh, movies, or the animated movies, slate for 2021 includes two original productions and one two-part film that adapts an iconic DC comic storyline. So their first release will be Batman's Soul of the Dragon, a 1970 set original tale, um, executive produced by Bruce Timm. Do you want to talk about that one first or should I tell everyone what the second one is? We've touched on that before. We we got pretty excited or I was pretty excited about the involvement of Bruce, Tim. Um, Yes, it it sounds fun. It sounds, I mean, this is a movie taking place in the 70s and it very much sounds like the kind of comics that we did get in that decade. You know, it, it sounds fun. The next film is Justice Society World War II, an original story slated for release in spring or March to June 2021. This is the one that's got me very excited, to be honest. You know, I mentioned before the JSA being in Stargirl. You were talking about how they're in the Black Adam movie. These are characters that predate Justice League, but they got left behind for the most part. But now, they're they're really, back, they're really getting their due now, aren't they? Like, it's on all fronts. Yeah, and they are great characters. We've got Jay Garrick Flash, who is the original Flash before Barry Allen. Allen's got Green Lantern, and there's heaps of characters. But how many Justice League movies have we seen in animation? Heaps. From movies to animated series, whereas now the JSA for the first time ever. They're going to get their own animated feature. Good for them. I'm happy for them. Um, we've also got the acclaimed storyline Batman: The Long Halloween, uh, which will receive a two-part animated feature film adaptation. This I'm excited for. This should be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the of the graphic novel written by Jeff Loeb, illustrated by Tim Sayles. I'd be curious if they're looking to capture his art style or if they're gonna go ahead and do their own thing. But there's an interesting story there. Um, It's a detective story where there's a mystery and Batman's got to solve who's responsible. And I can see how they're gonna tell the story across two, two films. Yeah, sounds good. The story takes place. It's like isn't it like over a whole year. Like various different holidays, and that's yeah, so. it. And yeah. then the, the the murders that committed are associated with a holiday. There we go. Well, that's it for DC for now. Maybe we'll <laughs> <laughs> touch on DC some more when we get to TV news. I'll bring up I'll bring up Batman at some point again. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's just talk about Batman now. The alternative would be talking about Spider Woman. What do you want to do, <laughs> Batman or Spider-Woman? Better do Spider-Woman. Olivia Wilde will write and direct a new female-centred Marvel movie for Sony. Though not confirmed, the film is expected to focus on Spider-Woman. Yeah, yeah, this is, I mean, this is cool. Olivia Wilde is probably one of the most chased after directors, not just female directors, but directors out at the moment. Um, what was that movie? She books smart. That oh, fantastic. Amazing, incredible movie. Um, so yeah, for her to be doing anything spider, spider world related, I'm I'm all for it. Whether it's Spider Woman, though, I don't know. I don't know. That's what people are saying, but I think everybody is saying Spider Woman. And if that's the avenue they're gonna go down, she's an interesting character, Jessica Drew. There's Different interpretation, or there's different versions of her origin. I think the one that I have in mind is she was experimented on by her parents who worked for Hydra. So maybe that they can't do that because it's Sony and not Marvel Studios. But I'm probably more interested in another Spider Hero character than Morbius and. <laughs> venom and all these other spider man villains that are getting movies i think it's mental that um morbius would have already have come out if not for oh that's Penguin. true we um we would, have, we would have had it you know maybe be you'd be you... speaking a different tune you might be like oh yeah bring on more of these movies maybe i just wish that you'd taken my hint with the segueing gone to the next story we can still, I mean, it's still, it's still there. Craven the Hunter. Yes. Um, Triple Frontier director JC Chandel will uh, will direct Sony's upcoming Craven the Hunter movie. So, Craven will join Spider Man, Venom, and Morbius in the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters. Now, we say join Spider Man. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, the, the name they've got for their shared universe is just too long. Spunk. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yes it's it's bump. <laughs> wow yeah don't call it's it that correct. <laughs> yes <laughs> so, uh, but yeah no you said in the, in the notes you've written join spider-man like i mean is he is spider-man in this universe i don't know i still don't. Know. we're yet to really you know find I out are, are we, we? Uh, you, you've got to think unless hey unless this universe has no spider-man only a spider-woman who knows what they're doing at Sony? But but there were Spider-Man posters in that Morbius track. That's true, yeah. So, yeah, okay. And, the, so it is... and Michael Keaton was there, who's coming yeah. back as Batman. Yes, Batman. <laughs> so it clearly is a, a Spider-Man world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, well, on that, I mean, I, again, if we, we already had that movie, we would know by now, but we don't know what negotiations they made with, you know, what Sony and Marvel Studios have. Maybe they can do, they can include a Hydra element to a Spider Woman story. I mean, maybe. I mean, Spider Man does appear in MCU movies, so who knows? Uh, Disney has postponed the release date for The Kingsman. The Kingsman prequel will now release on February 26, 2021. Gonna have to wait for that one. So a few months ago, I was like, man, November's getting pretty, pretty crowded. Now I'm starting to say, well, February's getting pretty crowded. (laughs) That that (laughs) started the year, man, 2021, that February month is chockers already. And they just keep packing them in. So I can wait. I can wait for this though, to be honest. I'm not crying out for it. I'll definitely be there, but... It looks good, but I can wait. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it looks good i can wait <laughs> uh, i like it um lawrence fishburne won't be returning for the new matrix sequel and we know this because fishburne has been telling everybody that he wasn't asked and is not returning and didn't they 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 cast like a young morpheus didn't they is that or did i make that up that was no i think they've Did they talk about Michael B. Jordan? I think they've cast a young African-American actor. Oh, right. And we assumed, oh, well, he must be Morpheus. And maybe they still are. I don't know. But (laughs) Fisher is not coming back. And if you're him, you're like, come on, guys. We had so much fun last time. Yeah. Just give me a cameo. (laughs) Give me something. No, no, fair cool. Or it could just be misdirection on his part. Who knows? Oh, a surprise cameo! Hmm, that we're talking about surprise. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, we've got a little bit of Space Jam, a new legacy news. It's in the form of a video that was all over the internet of LeBron James wearing the new Tune Squad outfit. Looks horrendous. No, nope, I don't like it. I don't <laughs> Good, Looks. I don't like it horrendous but it's I mean I mean if if it was like a legitimate sort of sporting uniform for a you know a basketball team or event or something I'd be like that's fine I also don't give a shit but whatever but this is Space Jam why like why change the outfit so dramatically or from this at all it's not yeah. Michael Jordan. It's a different live-action guy interacting with Looney Tunes. Yeah, it's a really, it's a good, it's a good outfit. Hmm. Like, it's iconic. I don't know. Yeah, it seemed like an unnecessary. <laughs> Do we care too much about this, though? Is that? I mean, I'm I'm saying outfit. I'm, that's a wrong wrong word. I think you got it right. Uniform. <laughs> it's we're talking <laughs> about the uniform. Oh. No, oh, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's still an outfit. It's, uh, it's, it's an outfit for these <laughs> characters in this movie. So like, it, is, it is, it is. You know, my, my kids have never seen Space Jam. And last night we were movie night and I, and I thought oh, it's on Netflix and everybody agreed to watch Space Jam. And I was so happy. My eight year old, my three year old, and we sat down to watch it. We got as far there's the press conference after the opening titles. And they're like, yeah, no, I don't want to watch this. So we ended up watching The Grinch instead. The Benedict Cumberbatch one. <laughs> it was like, the Looney Tunes, had the Looney Tunes even appeared? I think they are in no, the not, opening scene, aren't they? not really. You get the press conference, and then you go into space. And you've got the aliens. And so we didn't even get, get to space? No, we, or we did get, get, it, there. Huh. get there. I feel as though if we... Just hung on. They'd have got into it. They but, would not um, yeah. That's my if, greatest fear, showing my, my future child <laughs> like movies. They might come to it later. But what it meant, though, is it was just me watching this G-rated movie from 1996 all on my own. But I enjoyed it. It was good That's to fine. go. i just watched it later. All, as, long, as long as you're wearing pants, it's okay still. It's fine. That's when it gets weird. When it's <laughs> just... Okay, good. Um, (laughs) So that's same space job. Kelly Marie Tran has been cast in the lead role of Raya in uh, Disney's upcoming animated adventure, Raya and the Last Dragon. Kelly Marie Tran will become the first Southeast Asian actress to lead a Disney film. Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Thanks. Yep. Them's the facts. Them's the facts. What about Mulan? Both Mulan see. movies. Both Mulan. Um, okay, maybe I might need to go back and do some more fact-checking. We're talking about know. Southeast That's... Asia, so right, maybe okay. the story has been very specific. But I think the main takeaway, though, Kelly Marie Tran, You know, she was introduced, her character, Rose, in The Last Jedi, she played a decent part, and then Rise of Skywalker, she was just pushed to the sidelines. So hopefully yeah. this time, <laughs> with her being the lead, Disney gives her something to do. Yeah, give her a her job at least. So, <laughs> so, right, so she, we'll, she is working. <laughs> she is working. She is working. Okay, right. let's go to the next story, because the next story angered me. I know that's a strong reaction oh, okay. to, okay. to, to news. And I'll try and I'll try and uh, spin you around and see. If, see you what you I have to can't. Say. You can't. Okay. No. Well, yeah. All right. Give oh. us the news. <laughs> <laughs> the news. <laughs> will Smith and Kevin Hart will star in a remake of John Hughes' road trip comedy, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <sighs> you know what? Look, I get it. I get it. I get, I understand why. Like, I, know that why is... I know why they're doing it. I understand that as well. I really do. But this is a movie that I love and is so precious to me. Yeah. And they... I was going to say, I understand why. you're. Okay. But why. they, <laughs> they, sorry, I'm so worked up about this. They nailed that movie. First time, John Candy, mm. Steve Martin. It is one of my favorite comedies of all time. I absolutely adore that movie. It is hilarious. It is so good. Do I like Will Smith? Yes. Do I like Kevin Hart? Yes. Do I want them to be in a remake of this movie? Not at all. But they're doing it. It's it's happening. What I can say to ease your anger and then and, and let you be okay with this is that that original movie with John Candy, Steve Martin, will still exist, will still... <laughs> It's not going to be affected. It's okay. You just and this could be, <laughs> and this could, be, <laughs> this could be fun. This yeah. is how we have to approach any remake or reboot that might you know that might hurt us deep down. It's that everything is going to be okay. But you know they could have fun with this. You know, like you said, these are two actors that you enjoy. It could be fun. And what if? Let me ask you, which one do you think is the John Candy character? Well, I'm going to tell you this. I'm not gonna watch it. So I don't care. I'm just not gonna. watch really? it. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, no. I'm not gonna watch it. But answer my question anyway. Okay. Who do you think would be? Oh well, it's it's Kevin Hart. I've what got... if they flip it? What I'm if I'm still not gonna watch it. Oh. Yeah. Honestly, really I well. know, I've got. I, I I don't need it. I really, I really don't need it. I mean, I know we've said we've said like with you know remakes, reboots, all that. There's been heaps of stuff. We're just like not interested. One percent. You know, like, oh, don't need it, all that stuff. But we still we still check it out. Benefit of a doubt, yeah. Usually, but not this time. Turns out I've got wow. the line. This is it. Wow, you're really... Wow. Yeah. I love this film. I, I love it, and you're right. It's not going away. I've got it on DVD. I've got it on Blu-ray. I can watch it any time, but I just don't... I don't need this one. But the thing is, like, you're right. Maybe they'll flip it. Maybe... Will Smith is the the clingy guy, you know the one that's causing problems. I just think that'll be interesting, because that, that'll but be unexpected. No, I can't see it. I just can't see it. I can see Kevin Hart in that role, and maybe that's maybe they will they will flip it. But there's there's nothing they can do to interest me. But I know, or I think. It will do really well for the, you know, the movie will do well at the box office, you know, they do also, well for these two guys. I also reckon they'll, they'll probably, it'll probably be such a different movie. It'll probably just be the, the premise, the idea of two people trying to get home and one's the straight one and one's the, the annoying one. And do you know what? If you just want that, you might as well watch a due date. I was just going to say, if, you, if you're going to yeah. remake a movie, remake due date and leave Planes, trains, and automobiles <laughs> alone but it, it, you know you mentioned remakes it's the world we live in remakes remakes and remakes that's but that's... just remember the original will always exist and it all this will create like knowledge of that original movie and get people watching that so you know silver lining but you're right, we don't need I can't feel the last time I felt so strongly against <laughs> news. I'm I'm shocked. Yeah. Uh, but all right, yeah. let's let's talk about Pinocchio. Uh Guillermo del Toro adds Ewan McGregor, David Bradley, and newcomer Gregory Mann as Pinocchio in his upcoming stop motion musical for Netflix. Other cast members include Tilda Swinton, Christoph Waltz, Finn Wolfhard, Kate Blanchett, uh, John Totoro, Ron Perlman, Tim Blake, Nelson and Bern Gorman. Amazing cast, but bear in mind, these are all just voices. <laughs> okay. It's still but a good cast. Before yeah, we get know. too excited. Yeah, you're not seeing yeah, them, before you're hearing, hearing them. them. Well, that's it. So, it's, but still, great cast though. The stop motion should be interesting and will really lend itself to Pinocchio. Something visually, you know, the, it could do something really interesting with that. You reckon when they do the stop motion for Pinocchio, they'll actually be doing stop motion, or they'll just film someone operating a puppet? Oh, like at a save time? <laughs> it would <have laughs> save time, wouldn't it? And it'd look really authentic. Yeah, until it becomes. Cause he's not always on. Yeah, he's all, only on strings at the beginning. I don't know. Maybe the opening that they'll start it that way. But we could I get <laughs> I was gonna say we could get a really creepy interpretation of Pinocchio, but Disney did that already. Remember that kid that gets turned into a donkey? Freaky. That wasn't that wasn't Disney though. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Nah, that was... You yes, it was I think I've got it a...
1: No, yeah, the up.
0: Disney Pinocchio movie. Like a cartoon. Yeah. The boy got turned into a donkey, I'm sure. It, it's been a Part while. Of this. Thing. one? No. The Disney one. Turned, oh, the cartoon? Yes. Oh, yeah. It turned into a donkey in, in all the Pinocchios. <laughs> I know what I'm saying is that with this new one, maybe they'll give us like, something creepy, but, but point being, which is lost now, is that Disney did it all <laughs> those years ago. Yeah. Haunted Mansion. Are you familiar with the ride at Disneyland... The Eddie Murphy movie from years ago. I mean, I, I know it's a ride. I haven't obviously, I haven't been to Disneyland or World, so I, I, I don't know the ride itself. But yes, the Eddie Murphy movie. They're making another Pretty... one. This one written by... Hopefully better. <laughs> I didn't mind that one. But I think, you know, I was still big into Eddie Murphy. And I am now, to be honest. But I, I enjoyed that for what it was. But the new one um, will be written by Katie Deepold. She's best known for writing The Heat with Melissa McCarthy and 2016's Ghostbusters. She will pen the film based on the popular theme park ride. And I think the story element there, I read something earlier, is that within the mansion, there is 999 ghosts. And then if you're going on the ride, you're said to be, you'll make it to 1,000. Oh, like I'm pretty sure it's a setup for the ride. Yeah, yeah. Like you'll die as well. So, there's before you get there, there's 999. Soon to be 1,000. Do you go on the ride by yourself? I'll just you with people. a group but of you people. people. Ah, I wouldn't. Well, well, I don't you know, know, know. I've not been on the ride. It's... I just read that earlier. <laughs> it's, a, it's a haunted mansion that houses 999 ghosts. Well, yeah, we like haunted things like haunted ghost movies yeah so yeah yeah it should be, it'll be fine we'll see we'll see how we go with that um uh, john carpenter revealed that he is working with uh bloomhouse productions to develop a reboot of his 1982 classic the thing which was itself a remake it was actually wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it yeah. was yeah yeah a good one yeah it's a good example of a remake yeah, and then so we did do the I sequel, know? which was some. I won't actually say because that might be a spoiler for someone watching the sequel. Oh, you're talking about Literally. the thing. Yes. yes. So the first one was the thing from 1982, yep, which, and then which years later they, yep. But then years later they did a sequel to the movie from 1982, the thing, yeah. and they called it the thing because they did. They thought nobody would be confused. But then, oh, screw it, I'm going to say it But then it ended up being a prequel to that one. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been a while since I've seen that one. Yeah, it's like at the end, it's sort of like the beginning of the first one. But they're both eh. called The Thing. Yeah, just like Halloween and its sequel, Halloween. <laughs> also, Blumhouse. <laughs> what are they doing? So I expect this, uh, this remake, the reboot, to be called The Thing. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit alright well that's it for movie news unless you had anything else you wanted to talk about regarding the thing or Batman no no no. Nah, <laughs> we're well, we, we good well TV news we could talk about Titans that's Batman related okay get into it Red Hood Barbara Gordon and Scarecrow will all join the cast for seasons 3 so Red Hood cool. being the evolution of Jason Todd Robin, we've had him in Titans already. Barbara Gordon, Batgirl, and then Scarecrow, a big Batman villain for the third season. Good stuff, I guess. Like, exciting. I really enjoyed both seasons, so I'm looking forward to to season three. So obviously meeting, what, what are you guessing? Like meeting Barbara Gordon. That's the that's the most interesting thing I'm, I'm getting from this. You reckon would she have already been Batgirl, or would we be seeing an introduction of Batgirl for the first time in this in this world? Yeah, could be an introduction. I mean, you... <laughs> <You're> like, yeah. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, season two of Harley Quinn, they gave us an introduction of Batwoman. So you know, maybe she's already established. Maybe it's Barbara Gordon as Oracle. But either uh, okay, way. True. Titans is giving us more and more characters from from the comics. It just, you know, season two gave us Superboy and now we're potentially going to get Batgirl, right? Well, what I'll say is I'm hoping to see an on-screen Batgirl here and I want that. I want that purple outfit. Yeah, it would. I think that would just fit in this Titans world. Like, yeah, I'd like that. I'd like that a lot. And there's been talks of a <laughs> Batgirl movie. I don't think they'd do the purple outfit there, but on TV. Exactly. It exactly. work really well. Yeah. This is our chance. Well, a live-action series based on the Powerpuff Girls is in the works at the CW. From writers Heather uh, Regnier and Diablo Cody and producer Greg Berlanti, how Puff Girls, mate! Here it is. The show will follow Bubbles, Blossom, and Buttercup, of course, as disillusioned twenty-somethings who resent having lost their childhood to crime fighting. It starts off ridiculous, like what is happening right now—a live-action <laughs> Powerpuff Girls show on the CW—and then shit gets real. <laughs> you know these poor girls; <laughs> like they're now they're now twenty-something and. They didn't have a childhood. It's like, yeah, this is like a a, a sequel. Not only live action, but a sequel, and it's going to expand on the on the fact that their childhood was screwed up. Weird, interesting. I mean, so what's this show going to have? Like flashbacks of them as there'll be like younger actresses fighting crime as as Powerpuff, Powerpuff Girls, and then eventually <laughs> these twenty something yeah. versions yeah. are gonna have to done the Powerpuff Girl identities again and yeah. fight crime I mean, again. You'd think. I mean, they're all going to be colour-coordinated like Power Rangers. So it'd be easy to see who's who. Oh, of course. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. This I kind of <laughs> can't believe it's a thing, <laughs> to be honest. Do you know what? I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm interested. If, if anything, yeah. just to see our live-action Mojo Dojo. Oh I wanna see that monkey. Yeah. I wanna see that monkey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you probably will. More strange news an animated X-Files comedy series spin-off is in the works at Fox. This just came out of nowhere. I guess they've looked at the success of Star Trek Lower Decks and thought, we can do that. Yeah, why not? But for the X Files. <laughs> The project is currently titled The X-Files Albuquerque. It has received a script and presentation commitment at the broadcaster. The show would revolve around an office full of misfit agents who investigate x file cases too wacky, ridiculous, or downright dopey for Mulder and Scully to bother <laughs> with. They're basically The X-Files B-Team. But this is the part that I found very interesting. X Files creator Chris Carter is attached to executive produce the project. So there you That's go. Essentially, a seal of approval, I reckon. That's, I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. if it's going to be in anyone's hands. Uh, yeah, an animated comedy, a workplace comedy for the X Files. The comedy side of it, you know, makes me think like, okay, like, yeah, this is very modern. You know, like, like you mentioned that that Star Trek series. It, it fits within today's world of of what things are, what, what's happening to certain properties. If you had told me there was an animated series based on the X-Files, you know, like back in the day, in the X-Files' heyday, I would have believed you and been like, wow, it must have been like one season and then it got canned and no one's ever really talked about it since. But the comedy aspect of it, that's, that's so today. That's very modern. I'll watch it. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, check I'll check it out. More X Files. Like, are we still getting more live action? Oh, do you know what though? The last um, event that they did, I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like it, and I don't. That was season like... eleven, wasn't it? No, it was the like the mini event that they did. It was like seven episodes or something. Robbie Amell yeah, that was, was in a couple of episodes. Yeah. Yeah, it was season 11. Was it a season? season? I thought they just put that out as an event. But either way, I didn't like it. And I don't (laughs) like where they left the characters. But anyway, that's not this. The (laughs) X-Files Albuquerque will be its own thing. (laughs) Oh, it's good stuff. Um, The boys. So we all know that we've got season two coming. Very close. But Season 3 is on its way. Eventually, Supernatural star Jensen Ackles will join the cast of The Boys Season 3 as Soldier Boy. So, Soldier Boy fought in World War II. He became the first super celebrity and a mainstay of American culture for decades. This is, uh, I guess, sort of like The Boys version of Captain America in a a way. Yeah, and we've him playing the part perfect yeah so just think if captain america is a bit of a dickhead and that's what they're going to go for with this character that's how he appeared in the comic and i'd imagine they've been fairly faithful so far that's what we'll get on screen mm. i think what is it the um it's the, the the showrunner or one of the writers or producers like eric Krip, kripke yeah, who I think is on The Boys and also from Supernatural as well. So I think he's made it sort of like his mission to just keep Jensen Ackles in work, which is good. Good for him. Yeah, Outside of Supernatural and Batman, there he is again, Batman under the Red <laughs> Hood, I don't know anything else. Oh, Smallville. He played Jason Teague in Smallville. But other than those examples, I don't know anything else that Jensen Ackles has done. So this could be something really different for him. He did that movie. What was it called? That, uh, My Happy Valentine. Okay, I'm, I'm aware of that. Yeah, okay. But other than those yeah. examples. But I other than that, that that's all I got. That's all I've got. Yeah, that's right. He did do that, didn't he? And then his Supernatural brother did um, the Friday the 13th. That's movie. right, yeah. There we go. But yeah, cool, yeah. Soldier Boy <laughs> is coming to the boys season three. A live-action Resident Evil series is in the works at Netflix. Supernatural alum Andrew Dabb will be the series showrunner and Bronwyn Hughes will direct the first two episodes. So this is going to be separate to you know, the Miller-Jokovic movies. This will be its own thing on TV, on Netflix. I mean, good that it's separate. Uh, i mean i I enjoy the the Resident Evil movies for what they are, but the one the one thing i I miss from them is the actual stuff that 's in the video games, like the certain- char- i mean they the movies eventually started to introduce some more of the elements that are in the games and certain characters and all that which I liked I was like um oh, like the movies got worse, but I at least enjoyed those those bits so if this if this show can sort of capture the games a little bit better I think everyone will be happy about it cool well that's it for tv news um we've got a couple recommends to to pass on would you like to go first with yours yeah I'm going to recommend Rob Schneider Asian Mama Mexican Kids this is a new Netflix special I finally got around to watching it last night Shorter than most specials, goes for 45 minutes. And I was curious. Like, you know, we've all seen Rob Schneider in movies, but for me, I'd never seen his stand-up. And, yeah, it was fun. I mean, he's not the guy from the 90s in The Animal and What Else did he Do, Juice Bigelow, all those movies. He's older. Like, you know, he's in his fifties yeah. now. So he's speaking from experience. And he's talking about family, having kids, you know, later in life. And, you know, a lot of his jokes really landed for me. And, yeah, it was, it was fun to watch. I didn't know Ellie King, who is, you know, popular singer, is his daughter. I think I had... Point. Yeah. Did you know? I didn't know until I watched the special. It makes a is point this so. a new... Is this a new... sound? Because I think I've, I've watched... A stand-up with the... Yeah, I mean, with a similar I mean, name. this is new. It's been out since August 11th. So it came out this month. Right, okay. Because I think I've watched a stand-up that he's done before with a similar name. It, it Like, the title addresses... You know, he has a Mexican wife and all that kind of stuff. And he does... I think he mentioned something about his daughter being... Okay. A semi-famous kind of singer. Right, okay. Yeah, well, so, they... They share the stage at some point. I don't want to spoil it too much, but they share the stage and it makes a point of saying that he used to be Rob Schneider, but now he's her dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, cool. He, he used to be the famous one. And it's a really sweet moment that they have together. And it's a fun stand up. And again, it's on Netflix. It's um it's 40, 45 minutes, and yeah, it's you know, it, it's fun. Like, you know, but I will give one spoiler. It comes out on stage and says, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's what you want from Rob Schneider you get it yes as part of his comedy special but it was it was fun yeah and again like it's a new Netflix special it's only been out since um, 11th of August so if you've not seen it check it out I'm going to I'm going to check it out because just in case it isn't the one maybe he just did maybe this is a follow up to that one that I'm thinking I of. mean again this is new if you didn't watch it's it a new out, yeah. a couple of weeks you've not seen it I've got to take you away from it. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm recommending um the documentary Spielberg. Oh. Um, I recently started paying for another streaming service. Binge, which ah, is right. which is Australia's version of well basically what I can get is there's a lot of HBO content. A lot of the stuff that we would get on Foxtel, which is like one of those what do we call them? Are they like a cable service or whatever? Very yeah, expensive. Yeah, This is very affordable. But I came across a documentary on there. It's from 2017, but that's okay. New to me. Spielberg. It's all about uh, what's well, centred on the career of film director Steven Spielberg. So, of course, HBO produced. But basically, it chronicles his career. There's interviews um, with collaborators, friends, families, family stuff. Um, it goes... It does go into a bit of his backstory um in terms of like his family relationships, especially with his father um if you're familiar with his movies, you'll know that there is that element of like a broken sort of um of broken family sort of within his his story and it kind of explains a little bit about that if you know you're interested um but it also goes through a lot of his major movies and you know how different they all are and how they it sort of his career developed and changed over time. and It really paints a good picture of sort of how, why he is, you know, one of, if not the best filmmaker in history. So, yeah. Spielberg. Available on Binge. <laughs> <laughs> or Foxtel. Bob or on Schneider. HBO. To- Available on Netflix. Are we doing that? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, don't know. Right, Maybe okay. someone... Whichever, whichever streaming service starts sending us royalties, we'll, I, um, when, we'll just promote them only. When you started talking about it, I, it came flooding back. I remembered, yes, I'm familiar with that documentary. I've not seen it, but I saw something about it ages ago. And just, yeah, I'll um, also need to see if I can check that out. Yeah, I've, I know his movies, but I don't know too much about the guy I am the campus. Yeah, it could be quite interesting. What binge, though. You got binge. I'm fine. I did, that out yeah. Now. You talked about it's, it. You were interested. and yeah, it. yeah. I just went for it. We'll, um, we'll talk it more... You can any time. It's fine. We'll talk more <laughs> off air. I have yeah. more questions. All right. Well, that's it for our recommends. Um, we've got a bit of trivia here. Now, for the first time in a long time, I think we've talked about The X-Files. I came across this little... I don't know if it's I, I thought this was interesting. It might be nothing to you, but during the opening titles of the X Files, in the Mulder and Scully's, or in yeah, in their FBI ID badges, um, what you can read it says Federal Bureau of Justice, United States Department of Investigation. This is actually an alteration on what is actually on FBI badges. So what what actually what the badges should actually say is Federal Bureau of Investigation, obviously FBI, United States Department of Justice. So they were required to change the wording to create these props. Oh, wow. Because obviously creating fake FBI badges, you know, federal law against, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, no, I didn't. Yeah, I know. That was what I was interesting. That's interesting, yeah. So if you, even if you just go on YouTube, the opening credits, you can see very clearly, and it's like oh, the wording switch. So they switch investigation and justice around. You know, I just SBJ. <laughs> I just finished watching Jack Ryan, season one on Prime, and a character points out on there that people often say CIA agent. In film and TV, right? But it's Central Intelligence. Is it agency or agent? So it's. it's I, I think the it's saying. agency. Yes, you've had saying: "I am a Central Intelligence Agency agent." Nobody would say that, but it's what they say in TV. At and least, film. at least that still makes sense. Not I really. hate when people say, "Hey, I need to use an ATM machine," Oh, yeah. because they're literally <laughs> saying automated teller machine machine. And that's annoying. It is. I've got a little bit of trivia. <laughs> a little bit of trivia. You trivial. can't just... It's Mine definitely across, good. It wasn't so good. Your, no, yours no. is good. Take that back. Yours it's is good. good. I came across this. I thought, that's pretty interesting. That. We mentioned Powerpuff Girls earlier. And I thought maybe it will be the one and only time we talk about Powerpuff Girls. Oh, I should have gone the for the Powerpuff Podcast. Girls. Yeah. Should Well, no, when Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. The Powerpuff Girls were originally called the Whoop-Ass Girls. There you go. Sorry, the, they were the called Whoop the Whoop-Ass. Whoop? Whoop-Ass. Think Ass. wrestling smack talk. Oh, yeah, okay. Originally, that's what they were called. Personally, I prefer the Powerpuff Girls. I mean, yeah. A bit more it. kid-friendly. But, you know, you'd be surprised how... How filthy some or like some, you know, how dot orientated these old kid shows can be. Also on on no, is it on, no, it might be on Stan. Never mind. I was gonna talk about cow and chicken. <laughs> it's on one of the streaming services okay. I've got. And I, I used to watch started what well, I watched the first two episodes. I was like, this is filth. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long while. Since oh, I've watched. It's nuts. Um, but anyway, that's it for our movie show. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We are on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as Podcast, And all our episodes can be found on our website, podcast.com. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent review of Tenet. Sounds like comics have a new episode looking at Batwoman. And Rewind and Review went back to 1985 to look at Teen Wolf. Stay tuned for our upcoming review of Superman, Man of Tomorrow. You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film shoot. See you soon. Well, a live action day. <laughs> I was trying to find the right opportunity. You Roam my Powerpuff Girl story. <laughs>